Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. To the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! We now join DJ Scoob in the next coaching of Deborah Newt, already in progress. All right, there we go. All right, so okay. what did you think of the recording? I mean, I put out the uh, the episode with your your my first actual coaching episode that I had on my podcast. What did you think? I loved it. Um, I was worried that I had said like I, I want to be honest in our sessions. Obviously, and I'm a very open person, as you know. So I. I was like, God, okay, but I hope I didn't like throw anybody under the bus, but I absolutely <laughs> didn't. And I was so happy when I went back, I listened to the whole thing, like beginning to end. And I was actually really quite impressed with myself. I said, I thought, you know, I think I'm describing everything super truthfully, but eloquently without the need to sort of say anything bad about anybody. So I thought it was really, um, it was perfect. I, I'm really happy with it being out there really happy. And it's the first time I have like my whole story out there. You know, I've talked about, no, I'm I'm nowhere on a video. Like I think I'm apart from our podcast and um, one we did with mass debaters. Um, This is the very, very first time that I'm live speaking with somebody about my whole story. So that's a first and that's amazing. And it feels, um, well, I'll get to that, but um, but like in terms of like, tw- like um, on Instagram, I've given sort of bits and pieces of what my story is, but I've never fully um, sort of revealed it. And so I was thinking, I do want to promote the the episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today was sort of in terms of accomplishments is that last week I posted something. Um, what was it? Oh, about how I, I struggle with the word spiritual in coaching and how, you know, spirituality can mean different things to different people. So that was going to be sort of the first of my weekly uh, sort of bits of coaching-esque things that I, mm-hmm. I want to put out there. I, I want to try to do that every weekend. And um, so I was thinking that what I could do is tie in our episode with a post that I wanted to do anyway about stepping outside of our comfort zone, because 
Um, it is the first time that my story's out there. A lot of people in Canada don't know that I was, you know, arrested and uh, spent 11 years going through the criminal system here in Greece. And I just don't care if people find out about that. But I had to go through that over the last few days. Um, I had to really sit with myself and I wasn't just sort of like, oh, screw it. Who cares? Like I, I really sat down and thought, okay, Deb, are you ready for this to... I'm not saying everybody's going to flock to listen to the episode, but are you ready for this to be common knowledge? Mm -hmm. And I really am. So that's what I'm thinking. I just wasn't feeling it this weekend about posting. So I think either, I don't know, maybe tomorrow I will. Um, Have you promoted it at all? Um, Yes, like crazy. Uh, But (laughs) (laughs) How did I miss that? How was it? How did I miss that? Um, It's not. Let's see. I didn't, it's, let's see, since it's part of a new weekly thing, I haven't really had the chance to do normal postings on it. So um, I just have a little bit on Twitter, but it's only like once or twice. It's not part of my rotation yet. Now uh, I have a, and I think I told you this already. I have an AI that's working with me for my social media posts, Yeah. but um, I haven't inputted all the, um, all the information in there yet to have yours in the rotation. So that that's going to be coming up real soon here for the last two weeks. I've been kind of battling my own thing. My wife has been sick and uh, so it's, it's been tough to get some normal stuff out. And today's actually my first day in about two weeks. I'm able to make any kind of progress. So, uh, but you know, that's okay. It's, it's just part of the, it's part of the process. It's part of what we go through in life. It's fine. It doesn't bother me at all. At least I'm sitting down doing stuff that I still want to do. So, um, Can I just ask you something? I'm sorry, I don't want to pry into your personal life. Go ahead. Um, this, are you married right now, or is this a, a an ex-wife? Okay, so you don't okay. have to tell me. No, no, just, it's okay. I don't mind because I'm I'm kind of in the same boat with you as your past too. Is yeah. I really need to be more open about my past and what I'm experiencing, and that this, so people know who I am. I am currently divorced. Um, I still refer to as my wife because I still have strong feelings for her. And I really have a tough time dealing with the fact that she's my ex now. Okay. So mm-hmm. um, when I do refer to her as my wife, technically she still is my ex, but I still talk with her. We still get along. We're still friends yeah. and things like that. So, yeah. you know, I don't have any ill feelings for her to say, oh, it's my ex-wife, you know, or anything like right. that. So yeah, in right. my okay. in my mind, I still call her my wife. So Okay. And you have a child together? Uh, yes and no. At the same time, uh, I met him when he was six months old. Oh God, I love it. He's going to be turning 17 here soon. So oh, that's <laughs> so, beautiful. Yeah. I became dad and I was glad to do it, you know? So oh, I love that. Oh, he couldn't be luckier. I'm sure you're very lucky too. Absolutely. Oh, he's, he's the greatest kid in the universe. I got, he came up with oh. my tagline. How can I, how can I, I know. So <laughs> oh, well, that's wonderful. And I hear you because, you, you know, you know, this is why you've mentioned it, because um, my ex-husband and I, after much pain and and anger, managed to separate the same way. Um, just, you know, still like I, I'm going in for surgery tomorrow and he you know has said, do you want me to take you? Do you want me to come when you wake up and, and be there? And, you know, so it's nice to have somebody in your corner regardless of what you call them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's nice to have that one person you could lean on, no matter what the circumstances are, they're still there for you. So that's, exactly. that's always a good thing. 
Oh, wonderful. Okay. So, all right. So moving on now. <laughs> right. yeah, enough of that crap. Enough of that. All right. So um, what else is going on? You said you had a couple of things that you wanted to talk about. Um, we got we got struggle with talking about spirituality. What else? Okay. So the reason I mentioned the spirituality was not so much to talk about spirituality. I'm just getting my notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I didn't flip the page. Um, more so that I want to, I've been a little bit sporadic with my posting. And I think that as part of, as you know, part of like promoting myself as a coach, um, I think that I want to commit to, not, I think that's that's something you taught me. I want to commit, no, really, um, to weekly sort of inspirational posts. Um, now will those I guess they would be aimed at getting my name out there and getting people to trust me and, and sort of, you know, if I speak the same language as somebody, then having them maybe um, approach me for coaching. But I just I just want to be a presence in people's lives. And even if those people never do it, sorry, you know that I'm going through menopause, so I take my sweater on and off like 25 times. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel so friendly with you. Thank you for that. Yeah, sure, um, sure. Comfortable. Um, so yeah, I do want to commit to one um, weekly post about anything that um, I can say that can maybe help somebody. So I'm going to write that down actually as a commitment. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, weekly. I'm calling it an inspirational quote, but that's pretty overused. Well, it, it could still be a general thing. It's it's fine. I understand where you're coming from on that. Exactly. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about the questionnaire. Okay. I did actually, so you know that I've come up with 10 areas that I think are need to be addressed in life. Mm-hmm. I think, why do I, I really do say I think a lot. That's incredible. You're starting to catch that now. See, that's what I was talking about is once you actually know about yeah. what's going on, you'll be more conscious about yeah. catching yourself in the, in the words and what we say. And then yeah. now... You could change them because you're catching yourself. And then once you start changing and catching yourself, you'll actually be able to speak speak more the way you really should be speaking instead of the way you think you should be speaking. Exactly. That totally made sense in my mind. So um, I have 10 areas that I believe are the main components of our life. Ideally, we will be good in all of those areas. I personally believe that you can't focus on all 10 areas at the same time. So the idea of the questionnaire was to sort of, I decided to ask three questions under each of those topics. The the names of those topics make the acronym becoming me, which I think I mentioned. So body, esotericism, um, career, becoming me. And and so I kind of like that. Um, so the idea was for people to sort of like do a self-assessment based on the three questions per area and, and then come to me and, and talk about their answers with me. So that would be a way of me sort of finding a little bit more out about them and sort of, um, like forcing them to sit down with each of the areas of their life and think, actually, am I fulfilled uh, financially? Am I fulfilled, you know, um, uh, I don't know, in my marriage or whatever, So I did start writing out the questionnaire because that was one of the action points that we talked about last time. Right. I just felt 
there was something gnawing at me and I feel like it was, it wasn't that I didn't have time or, or wasn't, I felt like it was too robotic. It was too generic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I left it a little bit, not that I'm not going to do, but I think that I maybe need to have a little bit more coaching under my belt to, um, to make it a little bit more personalized. I'm not sure if that's a cop out. I felt like it was just very generic uh, as, you know, but as a, I think I have to define what is my purpose with this questionnaire? What am I trying to do? Uh, if it's just a, an information gatherer for the first time I'm going to sit down with a client, then yes, it can be generic just to get sort of an overall view of where they are. But if it's a questionnaire, if it's just a, an information gatherer, yes. If it's a questionnaire, this is, I think, what was tripping me up. And now that I'm talking to you about it, I'm realizing it. Um, but if it's a questionnaire where I want people to fill it out and be like, holy crap, I didn't realize that I had neglected that area of my life. Mm-hmm. or wow, this is a question that I've never asked myself. That's what was tripping me up. So I think I need to figure out what the purpose of my questionnaire is. And then, okay, so what you'll tell me as the good coach that you are, you'll say, okay, well, you know, don't overthink. Do the generic one <laughs> as a, as a you know, information gatherer. Mm-hmm. Then gradually the more, let's say, specialized one might come up. I don't know. So okay. that's what I'm not quite sure about with respect to that. Okay. So um, your questions about the question, your questions about the questions yeah. are, are, are definitely a top of priority of what we're going to talk about today. Okay. Um, what else? Was there anything else that you wanted to cover? Yeah. Um, I'm just writing this down. <clears throat> mm-hmm. My whole way of existing over the last month I've just been really, really proud of myself, really, really happy with the way the, the, the shadow work that I'm doing, like things that have come up and me really not being afraid to sit down and, and say, Deb, you know, what's, what is this triggering in you? What is that? Again, not, not in an overthinking, like abusing my brain kind of way, but in a I I would like this information. I would like to know. Um, So I've just been really, what's it called? So in myself, so in my power, so, oh, setting boundaries left, right, and center. Yeah. And, you know, but still in the polite, kind way, like without changing my, my character, um, just, you know, I've just been really proud of that. And um, the other thing I wanted to say is that I've just been so optimistic, like truly believing that I am going to achieve my goal of being, you know, financially and geographically, geographically independent. and. Yes. Uh, financially very well off. Um, And I think that that's going to be achieved through coaching, through podcasting. Mm -hmm. I even had this, like, I had the craziest idea. And the amazing thing was that I was like, just do it. 
And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it was. So I went, I did my photo shoot last Saturday. Right. I'm not thrilled with the photos. Now, I'm not sure if it's because I'm being critical of my appearance or I, I feel like it's a little bit of both. Like I'm not super happy with the way it turned out. And I feel like she didn't capture sort of the spirit of who I am. She didn't like, I could have been anybody posing. Um, but that's okay. I'm hoping that this will be the first of many <laughs> photo shoots. And then I went to the gym the next day and I was feeling really good about my body. And I don't, I, I meditated. Oh, and that was, sorry, that was another thing. I think I had committed to meditating for 21 days, which I achieved that goal. And now oh, I keep, yeah, I keep meditating because I just love it. So now yeah. I'm doing it without even, I'm just doing it because I like it, not because I feel like I have to achieve some sort of a goal. So I got this crazy flash in one of my meditations. This is, you don't understand how hard it is for me to say this. So this is progress <laughs> okay. facilitated by you. I was like, why don't you send your photos to a modeling agency and sell part of, yeah, but like sell the fact that you're 52, like not try to be like, try to inspire women. Like, I'm not saying, what am I saying? I guess what I'm saying is that you can take control of your body and your appearance and you can own any age that you're at and I'm not down on myself for being 52 I was a year ago um but now it's like you know some of the pictures turned out okay and then I was thinking I could take pictures of because I do have a, I'm pretty fit I'm pretty committed to my personal training that I do and I could you know take even just myself some pictures of me sort of owning my you know my muscles and and, and my tone and I thought that could be inspirational for for a woman my age or I don't know I didn't do it because I didn't um I don't think I had time that day and then this weekend I just wasn't in that frame of mind at all but I, just the fact that I thought of something so off base for myself and didn't like shoot it down I was actually really excited about it and you know what's the worst thing that can happen I send my pictures and never call me right like you are learning so much like I'm tearing up right now I'm so oh. proud of you <laughs> Oh, thank you. I oh, really am you. because, you know, Deb that I talked to for the very first time ever would never oh. have done anything like that. I know. I know. And, and taking taking control of your thoughts and emotions and saying, this is not who I really am. This is who I am. This is who I want to be. It's yeah. just like so heartwarming for me to know that that you're doing that. That is completely off. That is completely off the wall. Crazy. That is something that's amazing because you're, you're raising, and that's going to make, I'm just going to bring this up later, but I'm going to bring this up now. When we first talked on our first uh, session, we talked about your zone of genius and raising your roof right? of, of yeah. love and abundance. You have gone exponentially over that roof. Oh. You really have. And, and just in our few minutes of conversations today, I can tell because you're you're sending photos to an agency, you're taking photos, you're you're working on this questionnaire, you're questioning why am I waiting for things? This is all stuff to raise that love and abundance roof for yourself. Yes. And I'm really so proud of you to oh. to hear that you're doing that. Like I'm look, look, I got tears in my eyes. I'm crying. I'm so, so bad. <laughs> well, so, I can't cry, as you know. Yeah, but I am I'm really proud of you. I am really proud of what you've done. You. you let me know how that turns out. 
you let me know how oh, those, yeah. those shots turn out. And if you decide to take some of your own shots and take them to a uh, to a modeling agency, do it. Just see what happens. What's what's the worst going to do? They're going to say no. Okay, sure, whatever. Well, I, exactly. I'm not a model now, and if I'm still not a model a month from now, that's okay. But then I thought, even if they, even if one company wants a, a photo shoot of women in my age category promoting, I don't know, beauty products or sports wear or whatever, I could make two thousand dollars just for a shoot, like one. You know, like why not? Why not? Um, then you could take that money, invest that money into whatever you need to to move on with your entrepreneur adventure. That's 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 how that works. Exactly, exactly. But just as you're saying, like just the fact that I'm starting to be open to this kind of idea is just so much a testament to how much I've I've peeled back the layers and I'm just letting the feelers get out there. And, and another thing. Um, sorry, I'm just going to write down the modeling because I just want to make Oh, go ahead. There. Yeah, write it down. Write it. <laughs> um, the other day, I woke up and I'm like, I have two houses in Greece. I have the main house where the, my daughter stays. And then we have the satellite house where we, I've told you that we go back and forth from that right. house. Mm-hmm. We share. In August, well, all throughout the summer, the satellite house, the small apartment is empty because my ex and my daughter go to his village and stay there pretty much all summer. Mm-hmm. And then in August, the big house is also empty. So I've got two empty houses in Greece um, in the summer uh, because I go to Canada, I take Rosie with me. So there's nobody in Athens. I thought, why don't I, I'm not going to put out ads, but why don't I tell my family you know, tell your friends that if they want a very cheap place to stay in Athens from June to August, even if I made $100 a night, which I think is pretty cheap for Greece, I'm not sure, or even $75 a night, that would pay my mortgage for that month. That would pay my rent for the other house for that month. Like my point is that, and I did, I actually texted my family. We have a group chat. I said, guys, I just had this incredible idea. And, you know, if it ever comes up in conversation you know I'm open to it and then I just let it lie and whatever happens and but just the fact this is I'm just getting back to this like just the fact that I'm starting I don't feel so like bound by my physical what's it called um existence like I feel like there are endless opportunities that I'm finally starting to open up to and and even if nothing happens it just goes to show how much what I'm putting out into the universe is starting to jibe with what's available in the universe for me. I have a big thing. I don't want to lose you here, but I don't think I will. I have a big thing about what I call either like filtering or meshing. Like if I'm not open, if I'm not open to the possibilities of the universe, Whatever is out there that's possible for me, if it comes to me and doesn't mesh up with my filters, what I'm got open, nothing's ever going to pass through. Right? Did, did right. that make any sense to you? No, it makes perfect sense. Actually, it's that's really good because you got to have that filter. Yeah, you got to know what that filter is and what to what to let through and what not to let through. That's just like saying yes yes to something and no to something else. 
Yeah. I mean, like when you're saying yes to something, you're also saying no to something. And that's something to keep in mind too. And I think a lot of it has yeah. to do with the meshing and, or it's your interpretation of that same thing. Yeah. When you're saying yeah. yes to something, that means you have to hold something back. When you're saying no yeah. to something, you're opening something up for a yes for something else. And yeah. that's that same idea in, in meshing where it, if it's a possibility that fits within your I'm going to say it with fits within that zone of genius that you're going through yeah. right now. You let it through. If it doesn't fit in that zone of genius, if it doesn't fit through that mesh, you don't let it through. Exactly. So it makes well, perfect sense. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It won't go through. It's just, yeah, I've set it up. Yeah. I know what you mean. So wait a second. Uh, what did you say? Modeling and then the renting my houses. Um, so Something else that I'm really blown away by is, uh, you know very well that I've been talking about my brain fog and brain fog has been such a, a thorn in my side for so long and it's only been exacerbated by menopause. Right. And I've been to every doctor. I've been to neurologists. I've been to psychiatrists. I've been to, oh God, you name it. Mm -hmm. And I just... I am not, it probably is a combination of talking to you and talking to myself and, and stuff, but I have completely renamed it and reframed it. Now when I get this brain fog, I know that God wants to talk to me. It's God, it, God, whatever you call God. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it's my time. It's my signal to sit down, meditate, because there's something in there that needs to be processed and what it feels like is fog and something pulling on my brain. But what it is, is communication. It's a message. It's something that I need to decipher, but in order to decipher it, I need to be still. Um, so I just like, like I used to, there were literally months where I would be like, Okay, I'll be okay when my brain fog goes away. <clears throat> Meaning that for the next three months, I am accepting that I'm not going to be okay. Or I'll be, I'd be like, oh, you know, I've got a trip to Canada. I really hope I don't have brain fog because that'll just mess things up. That's like giving <laughs> all my power away, right? That's that like self that, that's that self sabotage that we talked about that one time. You're saying, okay, yeah. you know, you're manifesting it into yourself where it's going to come about. Probably when at the worst time, it probably could come about because you said it was going to. Exactly, it was like praying for it to happen. Worrying mm -hmm. is like praying for something you don't want to happen. So I've been really, really, really. I just I feel like such a freedom. I don't like brain fog, and I get I've been getting like really like chest pains, which I, I think is anxiety and even there i'm able to just get to that quiet place and i be, i believe in you know parallel universes and I, I i you know i think to myself there is a, a version of me right now that doesn't have chest pain and what i need to do is mesh with her and i'm able to get to that space so i just feel a lot more in control of um these things that are going on with you know me physically um and write those down. So brain fog, chest pains. Um, just FYI, I think I told you this. Um, I'm going in for surgery tomorrow to fix my, I have a deviated septum, which uh, that's like in here. Anyway, I, I can't breathe out of one of my nostrils. It's yeah, I think you remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going in tomorrow. We'll be out on Tuesday. 
And I'm, you know, I'm thinking that that's also maybe a cause of this brain fog, like just not oxygenating, you know, my head and anyway, I don't even care anymore, but I just, I guess it's good that I'm taking steps, you know, in all areas of my life in terms of my physical health. And I know that I wake up from snoring and I don't have good sleep. So I think this is a positive thing, like going to get this fixed. So um, hopefully I'll come out on the other side. Well, no, sleep is vital to, especially for entrepreneurs, just because when we go through that sleep cycle, once we hit that REM sleep, it's our brains cleaning out the bad stuff and filing right. away the stuff that we need to file. When it, you don't get that that right amount of sleep or through that REM sleep, if you keep waking yourself up before you hit that REM sleep, which is usually what happens, yeah. then yeah. it get backed up and turns into a brain fog because you have technically files that are not being filed away. That's how I kind of place that so yeah yeah, it's uh, yeah i'm i'm thinking that's going to be a lot better for you once you get that and things will just get better i think so too um and then you know i'm not sure if you have experience you know anybody close to you with menopause but you get night sweats right so Mm -hmm. i'm waking up from the snoring i'm waking up from night sweats um I, you know, now I have allergies so i'm waking up from you know my nose running and stuff like that and I, i absolutely agree that uh, sleep is something we're so <sighs> I sometimes feel like it's a waste of time to sleep <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> be I, the first person to tell me that yeah exactly but no it's I, I can and now I'm as you were saying like in the beginning now I'm able to observe when like if I've got like extra brain fog or this that or the other thing it's like okay but last night you only slept four or five hours so that's all the proof you need kind of thing what um I was to a point before I started my entrepreneur adventure where I was only doing maybe two or three hours of sleep a night and I was so out of it foggy things like that but once i actually started sleeping more six to eight hours of sleep i was so much more productive that that other extra two hours that i could have been doing something else but very very poorly i could step right through it in like 10 or 15 minutes it just seems Mm -hmm. like as long as you have a clear head even though mentally you're thinking well it's just a waste of time it's two or three hours i could be doing something else but in that same two or three hours that we're in sleep we could have finished something in 10 or 15 minutes with that sleep so exactly. our, our quality of production in that time, because we had that sleep, is so much higher than it would be if we didn't get that sleep. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's and that's the way we kind of need to think about that. And a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs that don't sleep that that say, okay, well, I could be using this time to do more editing, or I could be doing this more time to produce something else. It's poor quality. It's poor quality because yeah. their brain is not working the way it's supposed to. Exactly. If they took those extra couple hours of sleep, the same thing could have been a higher quality in less time because the brain's working a lot better. Exactly. I mean, I'm a morning person. I think you might be too. I'm not sure. Chris certainly is. And I just now I'm able to say, Deb, instead of struggling with this, you know that something that it's going to take you an hour to do now and begrudgingly, you're going to be like angry that you have to do it will take you 10 minutes when you wake up because I'm just, I'm that much clearer. Um, so it's, it's a super important thing to, to recognize when you function best and, and that kind of thing. Um, shoot, you were just talking and, oh, you reminded me of something that re- listening to the episode that you published, mm-hmm. um, you said something about how I'll find, or 
like how I'll find like being an entrepreneur that I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be more flexible. Like I might take my laptop to a cafe and work. Uh, I might find a 10 minutes here to get something done, not in a unhealthy, overproductive way, but in a time management way. And it's so funny that I really find myself doing that. I always kind of worked at cafe. So that's not something really new for me. But I can tell when I'm at home and I'm working on something, I can tell when I'm starting to get itchy and I know it's time to go to a cafe and work because I just need a change of scenery. But just today, um, I ended up, I I went to the gym and my um, coach, who is uh, a very good friend and would do anything for me, uh, he had, he thought he might have broken his foot last night. Uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he's a true bird. So we, we, I was like, oh, hey, I'm happy to cancel. Believe me. <laughs> and he's like, you're not getting out of this that easily. Oh, boy. And I said, okay, yeah. But I said, okay, but let me take you to the hospital. So uh, he was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, no, I'm taking you to the hospital. End of story. So I was a little bit uncomfortable because I had a very set day in my head, like after the gym, I'm going to do this. And But I was like, no, I I need to support this person who has supported me so many times. And of course, we ended up having, it was fine, and he, his foot is going to be fine, and we went out for brunch, and it was quite lovely. Um, but it set me behind. So I got home, and I was like, okay, I want to have a sleep. I do like sleeping in the afternoon on the weekends. And I was like, but shit, you know, God, then I've got to record, and I've got to clean up the house, and I've got 25 loads of laundry to do, and then I've got Scoob, and I want to be fresh for him. And I was starting to, like, over-process and I was waiting for one of my loads of laundry. I said, okay, I'll just wait for this load to finish and then I'll lie down. So I had about seven minutes and I was stressing about a few emails I had to send when I woke up and it was just one more thing I had to do. And I was like, Deb, just use those seven minutes and shoot off that email. It's mm-hmm. really not a big deal. And again, if I had decided that I'm not going to do anything for seven minutes, I'm just going to stare at the ceiling and rest, that would have been okay too. But I just felt like I'm I'm starting to get into that mindset of like sort of dealing I have a tendency to or had a tendency to think of everything as like mountains like I'm going to wake up from my nap and it's going to be like the mountain of cleaning up the kitchen the mountain of doing the laundry the mountain of cooking or whatever and I just was able to shoot off that email which really there couldn't have been anything easier and it just chipped a little bit away at that mountain and it made waking up sounds funny, but just, you know, a matter of five minutes changed my whole outlook on everything I had to do when I woke up. So I feel like I'm shifting into that more flexible, like a little bit away from that, you know, nine to five. Okay. Now I'm at home. I don't do anything. Um, sort of fitting it in where I want to, where I can, where it's convenient and that kind of stuff. I love it. Love it. You're prioritizing. Yeah. You're prioritizing. You're you're prioritizing. This is really hard, but if I chip away at this a little bit, this a little thing, yeah. it's going to make a yeah. biggest difference. I'll give you a good example. When I work at my, my restaurant that I work at, it gets busy a lot of times. Yeah. There's an hour and a half yeah. way to the door. I'm working four tables at the same time and that kind of thing. But I find myself like really busy doing something, but I got to get this drink off 
to this table. They've been asking right. for this glass of, of soda for this long. So say, hey, so-and-so, do me a favor. Can you just take this glass of, of soda over to this table for me? Yes. And you'll find that that little bit of time that he saved you, that little yes. chip yes. saved you for the rest of the night. I, I believe that. I totally believe that. And yes. incorporating something like that into, you know, so, something similar to that into your day-to-day or taking yeah. care of that one little thing that's kind of nagging at you a little bit will will just open up the rest of your day for you. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really, I'm really totally... good. So, so amazing. I'm glad you were able to work that out. Um, yeah. Do not underestimate the power of a power nap, though. I know. <laughs> I know. No, no, no. Believe me. But, I, I but prioritizing <laughs> the, that email over that, that I mean, how, how long did it take? Te- technically, how long did it take for you to put that email together? Oh my God, I had the document ready. I just had to attach it, write four sentences and press send. So four minutes. Okay. So like for that four minutes, heck, you could have took a, a five minute power nap and after that and been okay. You know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, and that's another thing that I, for because of my allergies and whatnot, I didn't actually end up sleeping this afternoon. And that's something that would have really, I mean, I, I, I was lying down, but I just didn't, I don't feel like I got into an actual sleep. And that's something that would have really thrown me off. Uh, I would have just woken up like, oh, I didn't get my nap in and that's going to screw up the whole evening. And I just don't let myself get into those thought processes anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it is what I decided is. Yes, if I decide that I really needed that nap and it's going to screw up my whole uh, evening, well, then that's what's going to happen. But if I decide that, well, you know, why it doesn't have to screw up my whole evening? I mean, I slept enough last night and I'll, God willing, I'll get enough sleep tonight. It's okay if I didn't get the best rest today. Um, Yeah, just being in the moment and defining things in a way that is beneficial for you, um, I think is what I'm doing. You know, can yeah. you just give me one second? I'm so sorry. I, there's a little paw. I, That's okay. Yeah. At least you let I'm him sorry. in there. It's all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She'll, she'll survive. So, so. Um, yeah, so I, I see you prioritizing and I see you instead of making a mountain out of things, you're kind of mentally like, okay, this is what I need to do. Not I need to do this, 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 and this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and then being able to be able to process those things in that way sh- shows so much growth in what you've done over, since we've started. Yeah. It really has. Yeah. So I, I'm really God. This has been such an amazing session. I'm just so proud of all the accomplishments that you've made in just what the two months that we've been doing this. I know it's and, amazing. But you have been so instrumental because, and I'm not done yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I've got more stuff to tell you. All right. But, um, it's 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 what we are talking about, but just having somebody in my corner who, from the get go, believed in me when I didn't necessarily believe in myself, and being account accountable to you, not in a fearful way, like. Frig, I better get this done or because it's not your nature anyway, or he's going to think I'm a loser, but more like, no, this is an opportunity. Somebody's in my corner rooting for me, you know, I've got a cheerleader and it's been, I feel like you just were that element. I mean, you know, I had done a lot of work on my own, you know that, but I feel like I just needed this impetus called you Mm -hmm. to just sort of come and push just that little nudge I needed to 
take that free fall into what I wanted to, which is um, pursuing my coaching career. So I'm I'm just, some other new things too, which I'm, I'm really impressive. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, random stuff. Yeah. But you're going to find more and more, the more you open up to things like this, the more and more things are going to fall into your lap a lot easier and a lot quicker than you would have if you didn't, you know, totally. opportunities come to those people who keep an open mind to it instead of closing the door. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so. It's incredible. And just, Sort of in in that vein, like Chris and I were laughing because we, um, I find it kind of stressful having to put an episode together. I mean, I only have to put an episode together once every two weeks because we interchange, as you know. Mm -hmm. But of course, I usually take the first week off and then I'm like cramming at the last minute. So it's just, I used to find it so stressful. I do still sometimes find it really stressful trying to get my topic together because I want to do it justice and I need to find time and all that. And now suddenly we've had some proposals for some collaborations to show, you know, go on some other podcasts. And all of a sudden we're juggling, not only getting our topics ready, but like recording with other people. Uh, And I'm like, but it's a good thing. Like, it's not something I feel burdened by. I'm like, where the, how did that change? Like over the last few months, feeling so overwhelmed by having to do one thing. And then suddenly being able to juggle, but in a healthy way, these things, I think it's because they're things that we love. So, mm-hmm. you know, we don't see them as work, but you still have to find those two hours. Those two hours aren't easy to find, you know? Yeah. You know? Oh, <laughs> you know, I definitely know. Just, and yeah. I feel, I feel the same way too, when I'm working uh, two jobs, working my podcast, doing, you know, this with you, things of that nature. That's a lot to juggle family being with my son. Yeah. And that yeah. kind of thing, but I don't mind doing it because I love I it so much. And that's us yeah. working in our zone of genius. That's what the zone of genius does for us. When we're yeah. doing something we love, we it doesn't feel like a burden juggling so many things because we love doing it. Exactly. And I often think, okay, well, well, what would I be doing if I wasn't doing this? And I think that I want to lie in bed and watch Netflix. And sometimes that really is what I want to do. But it's what I want to do for a half an hour. It's not what I want to spend all day doing. Um, so I, instead of looking at these as chores, I think that's this is exactly how I want to spend my time. Actually, this isn't a chore. So it's again, it's reframing, renaming, redefining. Um, all right, should I tell you more? Yo, tell me more. I love this. This is this is fantastic. <laughs> so I okay. Well, I already told you this. You. You got it out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went on the uh, an app called Matchmaker, which sounds like a dating app, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of it. And um, it's exactly, well, you gave me the idea. You said that there was a Facebook group where you can sort of say what you talk about and people can ask you to be a guest on their podcast. Yeah. So I'm not sure why I didn't go into Facebook, but I just started Googling, you know, the stuff. And it came up with this app. So I created a profile for myself as me, not as Chris and Deb. Mm-hmm. And uh, I gave a little bit of, um, I don't think I mentioned, I might've mentioned having a podcast, but it was more about my struggles with uh, my previous struggles with mental health mm-hmm. and um, how I want to, if I can help anybody through that as a coach, then that's what I want to do. And okay, within an hour I had, 
one guy asking me to be on a podcast, but I felt like it was very robot very robotic, very generic. I just wasn't interested. Mm-hmm. And then a day or so later, I got a very genuine request to be on a podcast. Um, they are a wonderful couple. It's spirituality, but it's, it's religion based, but they don't like, you don't have to be Christian to go on it. Like you can, right. you can be anything. Right. So, um, so they talk about spirituality based on animation because they're super animation buffs. Like they love anything to do with animation. So okay. that's their thing. And, and last year during May, they did a whole month related to uh, mental health. And it was so popular that they are doing another month this uh, May. And uh, they asked me to be on one of their episodes for, for the mental health series. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it is. So I had a meet and greet call with the guy last week and it was a great call. I told him my story and he's like, this is fantastic. We'd really love you to be on it. And they chose an animation for me because um, I haven't watched, you know, cartoons since my daughter was young. So I really am not really up on cartoons. So they proposed this anime um, based on mental health. Anyway, so I'm having a lot of fun watching that anime, taking notes, seeing how I can relate it to my um, struggles with mental health. Plus, I'm going to be on this podcast, you know, something that might get promotion for me as a coach, mm-hmm. for me as Chris and Deb. It's just wonderful. No, It's wonderful. I, I'm, a huge, I'm a huge anime yeah. fan. Like, okay. I watch a lot of anime, so I'm, like, curious what anime they had you do. Orange. Have you heard of Orange? I'll send you the link. I don't watch a lot yeah. of anime. Rosie went through a phase where she did. Um, it's I've only watched the first episode. I think there are thirteen. They're only twenty minutes long, and uh, it's uh, it's about these like kids who I don't know find letters to their previous selves from like their selves ten years in the future. It's it's really interesting. I think mm-hmm. one of the kids ends up committing suicide. Mm. And um, they all sort of anyway. I'll I'll let you know more when I've watched more. Orange. Okay, you can find it on YouTube. The whole yeah. thing. Okay. But I guess my point is that I, you know, I always felt like a bit of a fraud, a bit of an imposter. Like we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I I would even feel like a fraud when I was telling very factual things about what I have been through in terms of you know being suicidal. there was a little voice inside of me saying, come on, it wasn't that bad. Um, I'm not sure what that's all about, but this time I thought, no, this is, that was a very real experience and I don't need to, I'm allowed to own that experience. That's something that shaped me. And like, it's really, sad when you don't even feel like you're entitled to your own experiences like Mm -hmm. like that's how fraudulent I found myself to be for whatever reason right but I I was really you know just writing my profile on that app and being honest about my journey that was hard not because I'm afraid of people hearing my story but because I was like come on Deb it wasn't that bad you're you're privileged what are you whining about? But it really was that bad. Um, and I'm not sure why it's sometimes still hard for me to, I think it has to do with my upbringing and how, you know, my mom really, and my dad, but 
amazing people, love them, but they, they were just very 80s, like, let's brush everything under the rug, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. needs to look good, the neighbors need to know that everything's perfect. And I think because my mom had her own mental health struggles growing up, which she's never talked to us about, um, I think that she really wanted to believe that everything was okay. Like she didn't want us to open up about our struggles with mental health because we all had them because she just was like, no, 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 everything's okay. You know, we're a, you know, middle to high class family in a nice neighborhood and we go on nice vacations and we drive nice cars. And so we're happy, right? Right. Are we happy? So, right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that has to do with her upbringing too. If you think back, this is something that go that's gone on from generation to generation to generation to you. Yeah. But it seems to me like it's you are the generation where this is going to have to stop. Absolutely. And we need to break that chain of of yes. devalued thinking where everything is, you know, sunshine and rainbows when it's really not. It's not. And yeah. we've we've come to a place in our society where we are accepting that being a being not okay is okay. Exactly. You know, yes. And and we are the generation, and I'm not just saying like generation Xers like us, but this is the generation. This is the time where we stop thinking that everything is okay, and we open up to who we really are as a person and what really bothers us. That way, we can confront mm-hmm. these these uh, thoughts. We can confront these negativities full force with a head of steam and with a backup of somebody or or a group of people or whatever to help back you up in those situations where you're having a, a bad time. So yeah, it's up to us to break this chain. Yeah. Generational curse, I think it's called, or maybe not curse, but yes, it's, yeah, it can be broken. And I, I do feel that way about myself that I, that might just be, you know, my purpose to just stop this chain. Um, and that's why I'm uber vigilant with my daughter and talking about mental health. And, oh God, we've just, yeah, talked about it to death. Um, so yeah, I totally agree with you. We can, I just feel like, there's just like, I, it's something I always talk about as being like the life train. I just, so many people, I shouldn't be judgmental, just think that this is just the way it is. This, no, you know what? It doesn't have to be. Um, You have the power. I'm not saying it's easy. And in fact, I had this conversation with somebody the other day about how, what challenged me to really start to feel better and take control of my life was because I actually realized that sitting in my misery was the easy way out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right because it would be really effing hard to try to get better so I was like you're actually like you think you're miserable but you're actually taking the easy way out so you really want you want to be kick-ass you want to be tough you try to get better and let's, let's just see how you do about that and the longer you stay sitting and doing nothing, the harder it's going to be to get out of that situation. Of course. So, yeah, you know, the sooner the better. Do me a favor. I want you to yeah. write down the word life train. Life. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's, I think 
for some reason that sticks out into my head about something that you can use in your coaching. I absolutely agree with you and sorry to interrupt, but it's definitely one of my things where I want people to know. I feel like so many people are on the life train. They don't even know they're on it. They just don't even know that there are so many options out there. And I really want people to put on the brakes and say, wait a second, who's driving me or life? Right. Yeah, so like I wrote it down. And we're so, this has become our reality. So we accept it. Yes. And the only way that we can get off this this train ride is to stop accepting this as being our reality and finding what our reality actually should be or is. Exactly. But in order to do that, you have to know what you want. And most people don't. and to know what you want, you need to know who you are, <laughs> which, and again, it's not a criticism because I'm in this journey myself. You know, I, I it's, it's a journey that never ends. Um, so it's, it's absolutely about stopping and assessing and, and deciding where you want to go. Um, because anyway, you know, it's all very cliche, but um you know, we can all get in our car, but if we're not, if we don't know exactly where we're going, what's the point? <laughs> like, you know, like you can't get somewhere. If you don't have a destination, you can't get there. Anyway, but I don't think I explained that very well, but anyway. No, no, because you could actually build off that. So what do we need to, need to do to get to that place? How do we, what do we need to do to know where we're going? Sometimes, sometimes. We have to stop and ask for directions. Yes. You know, right. And exactly. who do we ask the directions to? People like you, people like me. There you go. The yeah. Nice. We True. we as coaches are the GPS system. Yes, I like that. Yeah. We're, we're the stranger. You stop on the side and hey, where's the local library at? And we'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You know when the GPS says recalculating when you're gone off route. Yeah, we're the recalculators. There we're like, yeah, you could go this way, though. Have you ever thought of going this way? <laughs> there you go. That's no, a good way to so think true. about it. No, it's so, so true. Um, yeah, it, it's incredible. Um, anyway, I was going to say something, but now I forgot what it was. Um, are you ready for the biggest reveal? Oh, I've been waiting this whole time to, for the biggest reveal. I thought I've actually been through it already. So there's something bigger. <laughs> I don't believe it. That's it. I knew it was coming. I could feel it was coming. And I knew it was going to come in the right, perfect way. And it did. Yesterday, I had my first paid coaching session. No! Yay! Congratulations! Thank you. Was it for the guy from India, was it? No. No. (laughs) no, Believe me, boundaries. Right, right. <laughs> Lightly, but I said various. I told you about what I did. I told him that yeah. I, I don't need no. I don't need more friends. I need yeah. clients. <laughs> that was more of a joke than anything else. But yeah, okay, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tell me, tell me how, tell me the story of how you found and and process this to a point where you actually have a paid, you know, paid coaching out. Tell me how that worked. Okay, so somebody um, 
we all, I grew up in a fairly small community, a suburb. So we all kind of knew each other. And this, this is not something I would want you to publish, but you'll know what to kind of, if you decide to publish this session ever, you'll cut this part out, right? Okay. Hang on, hang on a second. Because if you okay. really wish me to, okay, I didn't yeah. want to do anything over personal. Okay. So ask him to do it for free. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him something like this. Tell him that, you know, I normally would charge $700. Normally I would charge $700 for, for a coaching, but I'm only Mm -hmm. charging you this, but in exchange, can you make a website for me? Okay. And trust me, he will say yes. And then you will have a free website because you are not only saving him a a ton of money in your coaching, but you're Mm -hmm. helping him mentally. Yeah. Yeah. So I really feel that if, if he's not, I mean, you've already, uh, you've already committed to this, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I really feel that the value of what you're giving him would more far exceed the value of, of a very like one or two page website, which he'll probably put together in 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Knowing, knowing most programmers. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. But yeah. you're still proud of me, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> having your, having that icebreaker of your very first paid coaching is going yeah. to just rocket you forward it really yeah. is because it's going to give you that feeling that you're making not only you're making a difference in somebody else's life which is my main thing but yeah. somebody has said yes to you and yes. somebody didn't just say yes to you because you know you're coaching somebody said yes to you because they put a dollar amount down to say yes to you and that's a yeah. big big difference between saying yes and saying yes with your wallet i couldn't agree more absolutely um oh shoot I was gonna say something. oh I forgot what it was but um oh and word of mouth mm-hmm. uh word of mouth. I mean I know that when I was teaching yoga <clears throat> all of a sudden my phone was ringing off the hook just through word of mouth I just certainly didn't have a site I didn't have anything so I know that <clears throat> that's another thing so do you remember in if you heard in if you listened to our first coaching on on my uh podcast mm-hmm. in that first coaching I talked about um, saying that if you could think of somebody you could give away a coaching to, yeah. yeah, I want you to do the same thing with this guy. Say, Hey, I, my coaching's worth seven. Make sure you saying that $700 a month is going to give you a value. Okay. So say, yeah. Hey, if you have a friend that you think you need coaching, here is a free discovery session. That's worth $700 that you can give away yeah. to one person as a gift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he'll give that mm-hmm. away. That gives you a new contact and that gives mm-hmm. you a discovery call where that can lead into possibly mm-hmm. another paid client. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's how I would go about that. That gives him the good feeling that, hey, I'm giving away such a great value Yeah. to somebody yeah. that really means a lot to me. And then you're getting yeah. a client out of it, a possible client okay. out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, perfect. Perfect. Okay, so that was my big reveal. That's fantastic. I'm, I am extreme. <laughs> I thought I was proud of you before, after all this, <laughs> but now, oh my goodness, oh. I, am, I am so happy for you. I really, really thank am. You. Well, thank you because I don't think I would have done any of it without you. Honestly, honestly, I, <laughs> I appreciate. Oh, now I'm, I'm blushing. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. 
<laughs> All right. So uh, I know that's the big reveal. Is there anything else that you want to discuss before I go into what I have to discuss with you? Um, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to, I'm going to work backwards here from what I, I remember that was so, so much, so, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one thing I want to touch on, uh, and I'm going to go on through it again is, um, the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, I'm not going to say you still have it as bad as before, but you still have it. I do. And, yeah. um, a lot of things that you explained to me, especially when it comes across the, uh, the money situation, like we talked about just now, or, mm-hmm. uh, saying who am I to do this, that kind of thing, that still yeah. t- entails a lot of uh, imposter syndrome that you're experiencing. You're breaking out of it, though. You yes. are on the right track to break out of the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of bear that in mind where you're kind of keeping an eye on what what you're saying to yourself and yeah. the actions that you mm-hmm. take in catching yourself in imposter syndrome uh, personalities. And okay. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so keep that in mind. Um, you're, you have, and I said this in the first one too, you've been through a lot in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that justifies a lot of what you have to talk to these people. You don't have to have a specific degree. You don't mm-hmm. have, you have experiences, mm-hmm. which yes. is a lot better than I think than a degree. Uh, so, yeah. They're not mutually exclusive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So take those personal experiences and say to yourself, I have room to speak about this because I have lived this. Yes, yes. And that goes into what I was saying in the first, uh, in our first episode of using those as, uh, as maybe a niche of people yeah. to talk to. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And uh, I think going on this podcast that's specifically about mental health might, um, is sort of like in that vein. Mm-hmm. Like people will know that I've, I I walk the walk, let's say. And I want you to actively seek out more podcasts to be on because that's going to give you the more podcasts you're going to be on. That's the more credibility that you can get. And if yeah. you do have this website that's put out. Yes. And he ask him for a way to embed the episodes that you're in into your website. Okay. So, and that's what I'm actively doing right now too, because I've been on several other podcasts and I want somebody to be able to go to my website and listen yeah. to these podcasts so they know who I am as a person, not just the guy that's behind that asks the questions, but who I am as a person. And they'll know yeah. what I stand for and that kind of thing, you know, because I've yeah. been on a couple entrepreneur podcasts. I was on, uh, I I missed you on, uh, on Masturbators. What? I was on when that one. You? I was on the With cartoons. It. Oh yeah, you. Uh, it was uh, boy bands second. and boy bands and uh, and cartoons. Oh uh, yeah, because Chris asked me to help her out with the boy bands, so I gave her a list. <laughs> um, yeah, because that was you. Like it was like four thirty a.m. or something. Yeah, so she was, like, for you. She didn't even, you for us. <laughs> yeah, and I have to wake up at work. And you know, well, Chris has a pretty tough um, day too. But anyway, she was a sort of. It was easier. No, whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> my point is, yeah. I'll probably end, end, end up even putting that episode on my, just so people know that I'm not just a guy that likes yeah. liked entrepreneurship, but I like cartoons. I like, you know, these yeah. other things too. And people get to know who yeah. I am personally. So yes. if you get, if you do get that website put together, see if there's a way you can 
kind of like put these episodes on your website so people can understand who you are as a person. Yes. Okay, for sure. Okay. So um, the brain fog, I want to talk a little bit more about the brain fog. Um, I'm glad you identified the brain fog as some kind of communication between something that's happening, something that's happening in your life or something that's happening that you need to be aware of to slow down to think about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a great way to think about it. And also the pain that you have in your chest. These are yeah. things that our body is using to communicate with us. There's something going on, not just so much as like you're having a heart problem or your liver's yeah. doing something weird, but your body's trying to tell you something about what's going on around you. Yeah. So for example, I feel fear in my throat. I also mm-hmm. feel anger in my throat. This is this is mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of what I feel that's not happiness happens here and here. Wow. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it happens here, depending on the situation. If mm-hmm. I'm if I'm happy, I feel it here in my in my in my uh, mm-hmm. my lungs and my it's just different places. Wow. That your body yeah. feels. So when you feel when you can narrow down where that feeling is and why you're feeling it, you're gonna oh mm-hmm. I'm having chest pains. That means some this is happening, or I'm having mm-hmm. a brain fog because this is happening. Once mm-hmm. you're able to pick that out, you'll understand why you're having these different types of feelings in your body and able to compress down the time that it takes to understand what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So like. When I'm upset and I know I'm getting upset, like mm-hmm. right at the onset, I start feeling something here. Oh, wait a minute. I'm upset mm-hmm. about something. Yeah. Instead of yeah. waiting for it to, for myself to explode, to understand yeah. that I'm upset yeah. at something, I'll feel it here. And I know yeah. there's something going on that's upsetting me and I can stop and think about it and stop that from happening before it starts yeah. up on the outside. So oh, wow. pay attention to your, your body aches, your, your, your pains that you're having in your chest, even your brain fog. It's trying yeah. to tell you something. Okay. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Okay. So, so pay attention to that. Um, I think the brain fog that you're having now, as compared to what we first started is a different type of brain fog. Now it's a brain fog. That's trying to tell you to slow down. Yeah. Instead of listen and listen. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you weren't doing that before you'd have a brain fog and you, you just kind of like, Blah, 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 right? I was at its mercy. Mercy, yeah, yeah, exactly. And now you use that a communi- as a, as a communication device to understand that you need to slow down and think about something. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that's good. Yeah. Um, you are. This is this was very very interesting to me. You're finding different ways to make an income stream for yourself. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Because now totally. now you're looking at not just your coaching. And not yeah. just the podcast, but now you're looking at uh, the housing market. You're looking yeah. at modeling agencies, all different sources of incomes that you can do to fit into one pile of money that you can use to do whatever you want with. Exactly. Isn't I that what it. it is? Isn't that yeah. what it's all about? Yes. So yes. remember when I talked to you on the first episode, I don't, I'm going to reference back to you because we it's been producing the thing, but you talked about how you want to um get more mobile about what yes. you're doing, right? Yeah. And then you wanted to take three years to be able to do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But if you start getting these income streams working and all yeah. of them are starting to work together, don't you think you could do it in less than three years? Absolutely. Um oh God, yes. Um I mean the, the three years was just that 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 was like my ultimate cutoff because you know but yeah, I can see all of it making, I can, I can see things being very different in even a year. Right. 
Right. Yeah. So when I say I see you doing these things in less than three years, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I just, I mean, the, the, the renting of the places when they're empty, brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. It's a no brainer yeah. way to make some income over the months of these people who are there. Um, just be careful who you rent to. That's all I really, yeah. That's why <laughs> I've only told like family so far, yeah. but yeah. And but, you, if you have any friends. <laughs> heck, I might take a trip out there. Who knows? But anyway, um, uh, just, yeah, be kind of particular about who you tell. Don't just put it on Facebook. Hey, I got a place for rent. Oh, you know, don't do that. No, 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 no. But things will start happening where, and I'm starting to see this already too, where things are falling to your lap. You'll just yeah. come across a guy or you'll have a certain family member that says, Hey, you know, I have, I'm going to be taking this trip or whatever, you know, Oh, I have a place you can stay at. Why don't you stay exactly. there for X amount, you know, or whatever. Exactly. Um, do more than a hundred dollars a month. I know, but I mean, you're renting a whole place for him. Okay. <laughs> um, I know I touched on this a little bit more, a little bit earlier, but you're meshing talking about your meshing, what you're saying yes to, what you're saying no to, what you're filtering to what's important yeah. to what's not important. Brilliant. That's yeah. fantastic. And I'm really proud of you for that. Um, Cause you're starting to, you're starting to understand boundaries. You're starting to understand what to say yes to, what to say no to, and what's going to be working in your zone of genius and what's not. Yeah. Because at the, at a certain point, which sounds like it's coming up real soon, you'll be yeah. able to say yes to things that you know, for a fact, you're in your zone of genius and no to things that's not in your zone of genius and let those things that are not in your zone of genius either be shipped out to other people or just mm-hmm. said no completely. So that mm-hmm. way you're always working in your zone of genius. And that's really what it's all about in the end is finding things that will work in that zone of genius for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, your, your thoughts are a lot deeper than they used to be. Yeah. They really are. And raising awareness to the, to those deeper thoughts are making you more optimistic about your, your future. They're making you think a little harder about what's going to come next. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, because of that, it's actually raising your roof of, uh, of your zone of genius that we talked about in, in that first round. And I'm seeing that level go up and up and up and up. Just every time that I talk to you, you're raising that roof of love and abundance for yourself. Mm -hmm. So that upper limit problem that you're having or that you had yeah, exactly. is starting to dissipate and you're raising that roof. And then when you hit that plateau again, make yeah. sure you don't self-sabotage yourself. Understand yeah. that this is what's happening. And then you can go to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Okay. Uh, anything across your mind at this point before I move on? No. Okay. I just want to make sure I give you an opportunity to, you know, talk or anything like that in case you need. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about this questionnaire. <laughs> yeah. I, I know um this this questionnaire is gonna be one of your biggest things for your uh for your coaching. Did you need it for this one? No, not really. No. But it helps. But I might People, send it to him. Yeah. yeah. Now I have more of an incentive to do it. Yeah. Yeah. People love questionnaires. Okay. Oh, people okay. love questionnaires because they learn something about themselves that they didn't know. Like you talked about, they learn something about themselves they didn't know, or you know, it's just human nature to answer questions that are got. Oh, okay, cool. You know, and that yeah. kind of thing. 
So um, I want to talk a little bit more deeply about your questionnaire at this point. Okay. So you're saying that the questionnaire that you have put together is kind of static. It's your first, so. it's your first iteration of your questionnaire. Don't get down on yourself because it sounds a little bit static. You're just getting started. Okay. 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 So yeah. don't, don't let that, you know, get you down or anything like that. What I would like you to do though is, and, and I don't know if you've done this or not, but have you asked yourself those questions? Yeah. Um, I would say for the most part, yes. Okay. But, you may have yeah. question, answered yourself those questions, but did you answer those questions like on a piece of paper or something like that? Did you actually write down those questions or do you just say them in your head? I think mainly my head. Like I know I did it a few years ago when I was being coached. Um, but uh, yeah, that's this information. The answers change all the time. So yes, I should sit down. You're right. That's a really good suggestion. I really think you should sit down and not just say those the answers in your head, but actually sit down and actively write those answers as you were be somebody that's out on the outside taking that. Yeah, so you're if, right. If you listen to my episode zero, which I know you have, those mm-hmm. questions that I asked myself in my episode zero, I mm-hmm. didn't had no idea how I was going to answer those. I did not think of those ahead of time. Those are answers that I came up with on the spot. And I did that on purpose because I wanted Mm -hmm. to put myself in the place of my guest and how they would possibly answer those questions. So I Mm -hmm. was kind of interviewing myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, A lot of uh, podcasters and people of that nature will have a preset. Okay. This is how the answer is going to be because it's going to sound good. But I didn't want that because that's not how it's going to be in my podcast. I want some true to the heart answers of yeah. my questions. And that's mm-hmm. the way I want you to do this. Okay. Because okay. in those answers, you're going to see how you could actually change those questions into something that might be a little more less mm-hmm. than, let's say. Yeah. My questionnaire, I mean, I was really just thinking of um, like having a question and then they would rank sort of from one to 10. Like for instance, um, I am in a career that I find fulfilling. And then they'd have to choose one to 10, five, seven, whatever. I wasn't looking for long answers, but maybe I should. So if you want this questionnaire to change somebody's life and understand what's going on, they need Mm -hmm. to, uh, they need to ask themselves why they asked, they answered the question the way they did. Yeah. Yeah. Why is this a five? Why is this a seven? Why is this a one? So what, what I would, it, yeah. What would it take for it to be a ten? Let's say. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that you're you're don't do that that's because that's your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your job is to get that seven to a ten. Your job is to get that one to a seven. Things mm-hmm. of that nature. So what yeah. I would do if I were you, and this is just a suggestion, I'm not telling you what to do, yeah. but no, underneath no. that, I would put why and have a text box there. Yeah. That's it. You don't even have to get technical about it. Why answer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it should be very mm-hmm. simple to put it to, to just in there. And then if you want to limit the characters to like 500 or something like that, that way it doesn't get yeah. too, too long, you know, turn it yeah, into like a tweet. I want, you know? Yeah. I don't want them to be overwhelmed either. Like, you know, like I want them to, I want it to be doable. I don't want them to cast it aside because they're frustrated. Yeah. Okay. So if, um, if, if you limit the amount of characters they're going to have to condense what they think once going through their head down to a few sentences. Okay. And that's going to make them think about 
what they have to say in a certain amount of time. And that's going to get to say, well, why am I saying this? And that's where the thought process starts. And then you can actually build off of that. Okay. And that's more information for you too. Well, that's it. Yeah. You know, you answered this a seven and then you said it's a seven because blah, 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 blah. Why did you answer that way? Get it to expand on that. Now mm-hmm. they could open up to 3000 characters. Now they, cause now you have something to talk about. Yeah, exactly. That's very meaningful in their life. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Good idea. Yeah. So what I would do too, on top of that is make sure that you're, you're uh, collecting emails with this questionnaire. Okay. So yes. um, you can use a landing page of some kind where you have to put your email in to be able to receive this questionnaire. Right. And okay. th- a lot of uh, companies that uh, do that, like um, system.io, ConvertKit, uh, uh, MailChimp, all those will help you do that. Okay. Uh, they'll help you with the landing page and then they'll help you collect the email uh, emails. Right now I'm using system. It's, it's a system with an E dot IO. And I'm, I'm building one right now on that one, on that platform. Okay. Okay. So um, once you collect these emails, because these are people that are going to be already invested in you because they're answering these questionnaires so they're already mm-hmm. investing information in you. They're trusting you already because with this information. And then now you can email them back and start asking yeah. questions, start communication. Make sure somewhere in there, like we talked I talked about before, make sure you shake a hand for, for every person that gives the information. Thank you for the information. Yes. That kind yeah. of thing. Um, at first, it's probably best if you do it like in person, like you actually typing the email saying thing. Yeah. If it yeah. gets too overwhelming, you're have to, you're gonna have to put it into an automatic thing. So yeah. while you're small, like we are mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. shake as many hands as possible personally. Mm-hmm. 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 And then once you grow from that, then you you might have to you might have to go into automation. Uh, I try to avoid automation if I can when it comes to shaking hands. For sure. But that'll give you that personal touch that you need yeah. to to you know make contact with these people that are that have answered your questionnaire and give you yeah. give me all something to talk about. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a great idea. Okay. 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 Um, the weekly inspirational quotes. Mm-hmm. That's going to get overwhelming for you. Mm-hmm. I can tell by the way you're talking about it and that kind of thing. It's something you really want to do, but am I going to have the time to actually do that? Yeah. So, um, I, and I think I talked to you this before. I, the ones that I do are, are semi-automated. Yes. Yeah. So as much, when it comes to something like that, you want to automate that as much as possible. So there, the system that I started using, have you noticed lately that I've been posting a lot more frequently? I'm not on Twitter a lot. Uh, You mean on Twitter, right? Uh, On Instagram, I've seen a lot. Yeah, that's all of them. Okay. My Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook, my uh, my TikTok. I'm mm-hmm. actually taking all of that, and it's all been taken over by an AI. Wow, good and for you. All I do is put in the content into the AI, and it distributes it out to to all my platforms at the peakest time that I get 
mm-hmm. that type of uh, engagement. Mm-hmm. So it's called mm-hmm. Pinnacle AI. It's $49 a month. Pinnacle AI? Yes. And I'll give you a link to it so you can see okay. what what it is. Okay. So if you want to do that, you can actually use that for your guys' podcast. You can use that yeah. for your quotes. You can use that for pretty much anything that you want to go out to social medias consistently. Okay. Yeah. Um, but for he he just finished building it, so I was uh, fortunate enough to be one of the beta users. So he's letting wow. me use that. Um but from what I was under, what I'm made to understand, it's something he's only at this particular point is only charging forty nine dollars a month for. Okay. okay. Now he's thinking of raising it up to two hundred here real soon. Jeez. So yeah. I tried to. I want to try to get in on it as much as you can for the forty nine dollar a month deal. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, and I'll talk to Chris about it too. Okay. And see what you guys think. If you have any more questions about it or how it works or anything like that, you go ahead and text me or, or whatever and we can talk Thank about you. it. But okay. I think if you're going to start posting these inspirational quotes, you're going to have to find a way to automate it so it doesn't take up a whole lot of time because then you have to sit down and think about what the inspirational quote is. Where is it coming from? Who do I give the uh, yeah. accolades to? Is this actually going to work for what I'm trying to do? You know, it's yeah. a lot, you think it's just going to be quotes, but it has to be mm-hmm. quotes to something that's going to fit into what your niche is, what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. And you exactly. can't talk about um, uh, Henry Ford when you're talking about life coaching. It, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't match. I mean, there's exactly. parts of it that probably can, but I mean, I'm you understand sure. yeah. what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, make make just kind of think about that when you're when you're doing that. Okay. No, that's a great idea. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where are you getting your life, your quotes from? I mean, have you had any ideas where to get them from? No, they were going to be from me. They were going okay. to be my, like my little bits of wisdom. Um, so yeah, I have to think about that, but yeah, you know, you have to be in like a certain mood too. So why not, you know, record them when I'm in the certain mood, but then schedule them for when I want them to go out like go. like i said you know this weekend i didn't post because i really wasn't really in that frame of mind well that's an immediate fail so, for lack of a better word well so what'll happen with it with this uh is it'll go through your quotes but then it'll recycle again so yeah. it's a continuous kind of thing anyway mm-hmm. uh when you come up with a quote make sure you google it so nobody else has said it yes i <laughs> had that happen a couple of times where i was like oh this is brilliant i'll go oh he said it already <sighs> Oh, no way. Yeah. I can't believe that. So, like, I really got lucky with my with my tagline because nobody else yeah. has said that. Yeah. But, <clears throat> you know, that kind of thing. You just want to be cover your back when it comes to quotes like that because if somebody yeah. else has said it, but you really want it out there, you just got to make sure you give them credit for the quote. But if Absolutely. it's something that you said that nobody else has taken, heck, go for it. People will love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, explain to me a little bit. I know this is kind of where we started. But I, I, I want. I don't think we were flowing the way we are now. So, explain yeah. to me more about your your struggle with talking about spirituality or how that was working for you. Okay, you know yeah, I was just, more clear um, about that. I I've had some conversations with people where I've talked about like my own how spirituality helped me with my, my own healing journey. And, um, 
you know, people just shut down because a lot of people think of spirituality in terms of religion. And, mm -hmm. and I get that, which I totally get that, but I don't want, like, I don't want to lose people when I start talking about spirituality. So I just like over the last few months, I've been sort of thinking like mulling over my head, like how can I explain what I mean by spirituality without bringing to mind religion, one God, you know, with the, you know, the white skin, the, the long flowing beard and, you know, so it just occurred to me about two weeks ago that what I'm really talking about isn't spirituality as much as it is just pure potential. Like, do you believe that your situation can get better? Do you believe, um, and I don't like saying, do you believe in something greater than yourself? Because that also trips people up. Yeah. A lot of people don't want, you know, and I don't want to go there at all. All I want, oh God, guess who that is? The guy from India. Did you hear that phone call? No. Uh -oh. <laughs> he must know. He must know, you know. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh my God. He drives That's me crazy. crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and, um, uh, um, so I think that I, I want people to, or no, what helped me was just thinking that my immediate physical circumstances aren't the only thing out there. Mm -hmm. There has to be a potential or an iteration of my life where this is solved, where this is behind me, where this has changed, you know, and it's just really about faith. But again, again, the word faith brings the religious connotation, which I really want to leave out of my coaching. So mm -hmm. I was just trying to explain that I think that what I can do instead of talking about spirituality is just about potential. Does this situation have the potential to get better? Then that's believing in something outside of your immediate physical realm. And that's really all I'm talking about. Okay. That makes okay. sense. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. So what you need to do right up front when you get with somebody that you know you're going to be saying the word spiritual or possibly saying the word spiritual is setting the expectation of the, the call up front. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right up front, say, this is not for spiritual or this is not, this is just yeah. for potential. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't know exactly how you want to phrase that. I'll leave that up to you, but setting yeah. the expectation of what you're going to do with your client up front, mm -hmm. is going to be crucial, especially when it comes to uh, coaching and faith. Yeah. So totally agree. And yeah. then um, when you are coaching, be aware of the words that you do say or you're going to say and find mm -hmm. different ways of saying it. Like yeah. I mean, you saying potential instead of faith. I think that's good. More, yeah. need more of that exchanging yeah. words for this word, for that word. So it doesn't feel like you're going down a, 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 a religious, religious. path. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because that's not what you want because that turns yeah. people off. There are two things you Two things that you will – three things – two things or three things you don't want to talk about. You don't want to mm -hmm. talk about religion. Mm -hmm. You don't want to talk about taxes. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want to talk politics. Those yeah. are the three no-nos when it comes to – and I learned that selling cars. Those are the three things that you don't want to talk about when you're selling cars. So oh, okay. those are the three <laughs> things that you don't want to talk about when you're coaching because they usually yeah. bring up negative feelings. 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, so that about covers everything that I wanted to, um, that I wanted to actually touch base with you on. Um, I'm going to give you just one more opportunity to, before I go into one other thing. Is there anything yeah. else that you want to talk about? Anything that you want to get off your chest or anything like that? Anything, anything in your head that you want to talk about before I move on to my next thing? No, I really feel like I've, I expressed myself very well this time. Okay. Or I mean, this, yeah, this call. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to move you on to your next uh, level of coaching. Okay. Okay. So here's now you have a paid coach, you know, coaching client. Congratulations. That's awesome. I'm really excited about that again. Here's what I want you to do before our next session. Mm -hmm. I want you to get five people to say no to you. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. I didn't like it either. When, when, uh, uh, Cliff Ravenscraft had me do the exact same thing. Uh, and I, you know, and that's what I started getting actually getting into coaching was when I actually actively went out and got five people to say, no, you know how many people actually said no to me? One. Oh, and everybody else said, yes. What? Wait a second. How does take that a look work? at Take a look at that. That's not people saying yes to your, it's people saying no to you. No, I don't want coaching from you. Right. I need to find five of those. Right. But that in turn will get people to, you'll get frustrated when somebody says yes to you. <laughs> will you do coaching oh God, with me? Will, will you go do coaching with me? Yes. Darn it. I mean, good. <laughs> you know, I just. Oh, wrong answer. <laughs> But that will actively that will actively get you out there and talk to people and actively get people that want to coach with you because you're looking for that no, but they're giving you yes instead. You want those yeses, but you're actively looking for no's. You see how that works? We are such people are so flawed. (laughs) We have to we have to mess with our own brains. (laughs) Actually, no, you're right. It's it's total programming. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Okay. I don't like this task, but because it's you, I'm going to try. Okay. There you go. That's, you know, and just like I said before, and any, any other goal that I set for you, I'm not really looking for, you got to do this by this time. I'm looking know, for progress. I'm just looking for movement forward. That's all I want. That's I all I want is to see movement forward from what you're accomplishing. I don't want you to tell me how many no's you actually got. Oh God. Okay. But I'm expecting more yeses than no from you, to be honest with you. So uh, <laughs> let me like, I haven't even gotten to the yes or the no. I'm, I'm still in like, oh my God, who am I going to ask? Who, you know, I'm still taking the step outside of my comfort zone. So yes, I'm not but this, yet. Like I said, this is your next level. This is the yeah. next level that you need to accomplish to start actually doing what you've already accomplished. You've already accomplished this. I know. You've already got one wow. person not only to say yes to you, but say yes to you with their wallet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So it's this, amazing. This is some this should be easy for you, to be honest oh, with God. you. This should be easy for you. You've already done yeah. this. You just need to do it with more people. That's the only difference. So now you need to actively find people, you know, whether it be in the Facebook group that you were talking about, or yeah. friends, or friends of friends, or yeah. whatever. 
you know, yeah. more actively yeah. doing that so you could reach this goal that I've set for you. Okay. All right. Challenge accepted. Yes. Ah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're lucky you're cute. Oh, oh you go. It's because I got my <laughs> hair cut. That's a- <laughs> it's a game changer. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. What so. Else? I would like, and I, and I do this every time, but I just want to make sure I, I, I follow up with this. Give me three things that really stood out to you in our conversation today. Oh, my gosh. Um, the first thing that popped into my mind, which I didn't think was a takeaway, but apparently it is because it popped into my mind, was undercharging. Undercharging. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot. Um Dude, what was it? Uh, I think answering the questionnaire for myself. Um, no, why is that? Because I don't want to. <laughs> no, that's good. That's, exactly. That's very, very good. That goes exactly. into following your fear and getting out of your comfort zone. Exactly. And that's so as that, weird as that sounds I, and counterintuitive as that sounds to no, me, no. that's music to my ears because you're gonna, you're gonna do something that you're uncomfortable doing, and even though you fear it, you're gonna do it. And that's that's a big thing for me. So exactly. No, 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 exactly. I totally agree. Um and I Yes. And well, firstly, your like undying support for me is so overwhelming, but as a takeaway, um, I think that yes, my, the, the imposter syndrome is still lingering. So I need to feel not that I thought I was out of it, but it's just good to, to hear it from you as well, that I really need to keep my eyes and my ears out for when it rears its, you know, head, mm-hmm. um, because it's no friend of mine. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Cool. So this is this is uh now I'm gonna get off this you're gonna get off the phone call with me and do mm-hmm. what? What's the first thing you're gonna do? Uh this question always trips me up. I know. <laughs> it kind of forces you to think about something that you really want to or need to do as soon as you get off the phone with me. And that's why I asked that question. Well, the first thing I have to do is go pick up my daughter. I'll do that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do that. It would be good. She, she would appreciate it. I'm sure. Um, I don't know why this is, I feel like going through those pictures <laughs> of my photo shoot. Now that's irrelevant. Maybe a oh, little bit. Is it? Or, or is it? I mean, think it about it for a second. This is a photo shoot. That's your first time doing anything like that. These are going to yeah. be the first things that people want to see. Maybe you should take a look at them again and just make, you know, and kind of yeah. experience them a little bit more. At first glance, they may not look that great, but what are they really? Yeah, exactly. That's, I think, yeah, it's gnawing at me a little bit because I didn't look at them that carefully yesterday. Just on my phone, I haven't looked at them like on my computer and, and stuff like that. So, and I think that there's something in there. Like the fact that I don't like them is trying to tell me something so it's not about the pictures as much as why is it hard for me to see myself in that light there you go perfect yeah. 
Oh, proud, proud, proud. That is fantastic. <laughs> oh, that is so great. Thank All you. Right. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to stop the recording, but I still want to talk to you. Thank you for listening to the coaching edition of The Undiscovered Entrepreneur, brought to you by Doing It Today Coaching. If you want to get across the start line, contact me, DJ Scoob, at doingittodaycoaching at gmail.com. Say the words, do it now, for a free two-hour discovery call to see how I can help you in your entrepreneur adventure. Art and graphics by Elaine Wilson, supported by my Patreons, Brian Briggs of Ocean Tree Creative and Oliver Siegel of Anal. And hosted by me, DJ Scoob. <laughs> Click the show notes below for more information. And remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now. I've seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.